Hello, mm. welcome to the Gringo Night Pod podcast, and I've got a very special guest, the Ito Empress. How are you? Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was just like, yes. And then I was hoping that you would, was going to say something else. Like finish the in, the intro. Oh, wow, wow. okay. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, forgot. Right, okay. Let's start again. Mm. Wait, okay. Wait, hold on, hold on. I think I might need to write things down. Yeah, I've got things written down. Let me think. It seems more harder than it was. Does it? Wait, what? Okay. Okay, yeah, I've got the right book. <laughs> Hello, it's Gringo. Now, hello, it's your boy Gringo. Welcome to the Gringo and I podcast. I've got a special guest here today, uh, the Ito Empress, aka the Vegan Queen, aka if you're not woke and eating plants, don't <laughs> talk to me. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> hello, and. How are you doing? I'm good, thank you. How are you? I'm okay, I'm okay, you know. Blessed to be alive. Yeah. It's a great day. Yeah. You know. And uh, as always, uh, on this show, the new segment, we start off with... Actually, hold on. Yeah, we start off with lessons of the week. Mm-hmm. So what was your lesson for the week? My lesson for this week is to always put God first um, and always like pray before we leave the house mm. um, and never underestimate the power of prayer. Um, so this week and last week, I've, you know, been getting phone calls three times today was the third time i got a phone call about somebody passing away oh no in jamaica and it's just making me realize that tomorrow's promise to nobody and mm. each and every single day before we we wake up sorry before we leave the house like i feel like it's so important that we pray and ask god for covering and the fact that we wake up every morning it's it's a it's a blessing and i feel like we need to be grateful do you know what i mean every single time that we we wake up we have to be thankful so yeah that's my lesson of the week yeah i mean i'm i'm hearing here gratefulness a bit of a no regrets, you know, just wanting to live life and uh, be thankful to God. 
I mean, my lesson of the week is not a lesson, actually. It's a word of the week for me. And the word is gleeful. You know, gleeful is the word uh, which means in an exuberant or triumphantly joyful manner. You know, I've been been uh, thinking during these uh, times of COVID, it's, it's a time where we need to be appreciative of the small things, you know, to be joyful of life, joyful that we're still living life, joyful that, uh, you know, we, we're, we're fortunate enough to see the events unfold. I think that's it. But going on to this week's episode, we're going to be talking about veganism and uh, your journey through veganism and uh, what veganism means and uh, what veganism has done for you. And I'm sorry about that technical difficulties, you know, corona and everything. But today's episode, uh, we're going to be talking about veganism, what it means and uh, the journey from the queen herself, a.k.a. Empress. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, I mean, to get background about you, actually, first and foremost. Okay, background about me as in what? Uh, how old you are. Okay, cool. So, I am 22 years old. I'm Jamaican. And I'm a university student studying social work. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. A bit about I mean, are, are you single? <laughs> <laughs> That's nobody's business, so nobody knows about that. <laughs> I don't know why I, why I asked that one. I, I just asked that one. Just, just are you for, single? Who, me? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> me? I'm, I'm not, actually. I'm, I'm married uh, to Jesus Christ. Okay. Yeah, nice. So, so um, nah, nah, I don't, I don't, I don't know. The streets are cold, but that's that, that's that's another story. Oh my days! All right, then. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. How does your vegan journey begin? How did it begin? Yes. Okay. So, let's backtrack to two thousand and. 17 um so yeah in 2017 um my body started to reject dairy products um so i stopped consuming dairy milk um and i stopped eating cheese so i basically found out that i was lactose intolerant um and dairy was giving me a lot of spots so the lady at church right she looked at my face because I, uh, I had a breakout on one side of my face and she said that um, my colon needs cleansing. And I was looking at her like, uh-huh, what are you talking about? I mean, she was like, listen, your colon needs cleansing. That's why you got rash on your face. That's why your face is breaking out because your colon needs cleansing. And you need to go to Holland and Barrett to get some herbs to cleanse your colon and you need to stop eating dairy. So then, after she told me that, 
I it was very hard for me. I'm not gonna lie to you because I'm I was a lover of uh, cheesecake, apple crumble, custard, mm. and I had to cut all of that out. It was so hard. I'm not gonna lie. So um, gradually, I stopped eating dairy by uh, buying uh, what do you call it? Coconut milk or soya milk. So, so you start buying alternatives. Yeah, alternative plant-based milks, and then I bought vegan cheese as well so yeah so i mean are you totally now uh, when was the last time you had any form of dairy it's been a while it's it's been a while it's been like three years now since i've had dairy milk or cheese so yeah in 2018 my body then started disliking red meat because every time me it's like it did not satisfy me i would feel some type of way you know i wouldn't feel good do you get what i mean you know what after, i mean after you yeah. eat food, after you eat food right you're supposed to feel good but when i ate red meat i felt kind of slouch do you get what i mean it's like it's like i didn't like it anymore me and i used to love uh oxtail and Jerk pork, oh, so good. But then all of a sudden, all of a sudden, it's like my body was telling me to stop eating it. Do you know what I mean? Uh, yeah, I mean, was this like, was this an epiphany? Ep- or did you have a realization? Or did you like, um, was, was, it emotion- was it emotionally tied? You know, sometimes, you know, when you do something, you feel, you feel a bit guilty or you feel a bit bad was it or was this just a dislike yeah it was just a dislike I didn't feel bad after I ate it or anything but Mm. physically internally I felt like my body didn't like it because maybe it wasn't digesting as fast I don't know but it seemed my body just didn't respond well to it so then I, I cut that out in two, in, two, uh, in 2018 and I just stuck to eating um, chicken and fish and then when I came to uni um, in 2019 that's when I stopped eating chicken um, because I watched a documentary right also yes. I used to when I used to reheat chicken in the in the microwave it would taste like tissue so i'm thinking is this even real i didn't like the taste of it when it was reheated and when i was cooking it i was seeing blood so i was like what the hell why am i seeing blood in the food and then i watched this documentary about meat uh and dairy products and then it's called what the health right the documentary is called What the Health on Netflix. It's on uh, Netflix. Yeah, it's on Netflix. And I was encouraged to watch that through Nunu from Backchat London because she became a vegetarian herself and then she was like telling mm. me that they need to go and watch What the Health on Netflix. So I decided to watch it. Then I found out some facts about um, 
dairy milk and how it's linked to institutional racism because a lot of black people and ethnic people are actually lactose intolerant so it's like they encouraging us to eat the food that they know is not good for our bodies Mm, 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 mm. (laughs) yeah and it's all because of money and institutional racism i mean you know what you make a great point yeah this you know people people may hear this here and 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 uh laugh about this and think like everyone drinks milk Mm. you know there, there, there is, there is truth to the to this matter, mm. you know, in what you're saying. Yeah. So yeah, that's that's how I became a vegan, and then I followed Shaka Bars on Instagram, and you know, he's always doing Instagram lives, um, you know, trying to spread awareness about um, veganism. Do you know what I mean? So that encouraged me even more to go deeper into it. Um, and then after I became a vegan, it wasn't really hard for me because I'm um, in Jamaica. We have Rastafarians within our culture, um, and they believe in the Aita living. Oh yeah, the Maya Bingi tribe. The who? Uh, yeah. So the tribe uh, you're called, the Rastafarians that uh, they call that the uh, Maya Bingi. Oh, okay, cool. And uh, they wear a lot of purple as well. Oh. And yeah, they there is a couple of communes, you know, because in the in, in Jamaica they call Jamaica is funny because it's a small island. Yeah. But uh, there's places where once you get out of town or the city they call it the countryside. Yeah. Uh, which that's where which, I'm but, from the country. yeah which which baffles me, but these guys are uh, living the in, in the country. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I mean, anyways, yeah. So they live in the countryside. So they've got their own uh, communes and stuff, and they and they follow this life of uh, of Ito living where they everything is grown mm. from from mm. the ground. Everything is organic. Yeah. They believe in uh in praising the food, talking to the food whilst the food is growing. Yeah. Because uh because you know, when you talk to your food and you talk to your water, because water and food are living things, you impact what you're taking in. Mm-hmm. You impact the information that you're taking in because what food is information as well. Yeah. It's got DNA in it. Yeah. And uh yeah, I mean so what come because you said you already stopped eating eating meat is you, you you're stopping slowly and slowly. Yeah. But what convinced you to be to become a vegan? So what convinced you to say, okay, this is the life choice that I'm gonna choose now? You know what? I feel like it's because the main thing was my my skin, actually. I mm. I made a decision that I set a goal, right? because I wanted to I wanted to have completely clear skin mm. I found out that part of the reasons 
why we might get breakouts is probably due to meat um, because of mucus buildup, something like that. I don't know. Through veganism, through eating clean, it's a way to clear up my skin. So, and I wanted to increase my iron levels as well through my diet. So it's like I wanted to change um, my skin and my energy levels through my diet. Mm. Why I made that decision to become a vegan completely. Mm. And for that, I didn't like, like chicken, so... I mean, like now, like I've seen your skin. You've you've got you've got beautiful, great, radiant skin. Like, uh, yeah, you know, if if I was one of the kids, I would say uh, your mel- melanin popping, <laughs> skin skin on fleek. I mean, yeah, even me. Like, I, I I'd like to know some of some of the products, but mm. you know that that'll be for 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 another day. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know. And uh, how how is because you were saying you were feeling sluggish, and uh, your you were feeling sluggish. Your you wanted to improve your your uh, energy levels, but like uh, how has veganism that that benefits benefited you mentally? Mentally, cool. All right, so. Right. I think it's helped me mentally because I now feel good about myself and through veganism I've gained passions. Do you know what I mean? Mm. I've uncovered my purpose, all of which um impact on me feeling positive about myself. Mm. So I'm more what's the word starts with p proactive now um because you know through veganism i developed a passion for cooking Mm. developed a passion for making smoothies and juices Mm, mm, mm. i'm about to start a youtube channel so okay okay i've got a food page already so you know me doing all these things has actually helped me mentally and and it's helped me to stay on my feet so I'm not sitting around um, wasting time. I mean, could you, like, because you said you found purpose yeah. in, in veganism. Could you, like, tell us the purpose that you found? And the other thing, like, I forgot what, what else you said. I was listening, by the way, but... <laughs> <laughs> um, the purpose I found was that I feel like I have a purpose to empower women. Um, that's the purpose that I developed, you know, after I became a vegan, to empower mm. women um, and to spread awareness about health. You know, I'm doing that through my food page. You know, like, it's okay to be healthy and still and the food tastes good same way. Do you understand? Like, uh, 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 junk for it to to taste nice. Uh, I mean, you 
you mentioned uh, the food page. Yeah. And uh, the food page, this is uh, on Instagram, Empress underscore cuisine. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I mean, how, how, how did you, when did that start? I started that, when did I start it? During the lockdown, actually. Oh. Yeah, during the lockdown. I've been meaning to do it since last year. Okay. <laughs> I did it. I mean, did you have a passion of cooking and recipes prior before you turned vegan? Um, before I turned vegan, I was just a good cook. But it's not like I did. I was just cooking regular, regular food, you know? I mean, are you, are you verified, though? Oh, my days. I'm just putting it out there. So like, well, I have to taste the food to say that to 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 call sign if you're a good cook or not. Yeah. Like, so I have to I have to be to be there and say, yeah. If anyone asks me like, yo, can she cook? I'll be like, yeah, she can cook. That. Like, mm. mm. Yeah, but I'm... a lot of people said I can cook. I think I can cook, so... Okay, okay, okay. I know. I can <laughs> um, But before I, before I was a vegan, I was just cooking regular, regular food. Mm-hmm. Food that everybody eats, but now I'm making food that people probably never seen before. I mean, what was your best dish before? Before vegan? mm um, I would say curry chicken with dumpling and yam, some ground food basically, and green banana. Oh, what's what's ground food? Um, so food like yam, cassava. Okay. Yeah, food from the ground basically. Okay. Okay. Yeah. No, I mean, yeah. If there's a difference, it's the difference in lingo. You know, with in culture between like the. White Caribbeans, uh, you know, call hard food and stuff like that. I did not know plantain was considered hard food. Yeah, 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 plantain is. Yeah, but I, I don't know what's hard about it when it's soft, but really. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. You know, I, I, I feel like, I feel like I've, I've been trying to, it sounds, sounds like I've been getting at, at the Caribbeans, but I'm not, like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm, I'm, I'm just bantering. Uh, <laughs> I don't want no yard yard man around my house. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, I'm joking. Mm. But yeah, I mean, with the page itself, I've I've looked at the page, and you've got some amazing recipes there. You've got some amazing, um, amazing things that you are doing mm. on 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 the page. And the food, the food, the food looks looks quite good like it looks it looks restaurant quality thank if i if i say thank you i mean so 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 with that you with that on the side and you started what what other benefits apart from mental have like have you felt from from uh being since turning vegan um so spiritually Mm. Um, I feel more connected to God because, as I said before, I found my purpose, and mm. that's one of the best feelings ever. 
yeah is to realize what you are called for what you were created for and my veganism i don't know if it's because of the veganism why i became closer to god i don't know if it is but yeah i mean you know food food is in most religions is is linked to to spiritualism and also in uh in spiritualism itself you know there's certain foods that you cannot eat you know to to if you if you the more you because they say the more you uh live a plant-based lifestyle the more your third eye opens or your chakras open or yeah so so the more you're closer to to the earth yeah the more you're 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 connected and it's a surprising thing that out of all the sort of uh most of them most of the mammals that we we relate to the primate mammals i'm not talking about the the cats the lions which i'm talking about the primate mammals mm. such as uh you know they say we were cousins of chimpanzees and but which which doesn't make sense to me <laughs> like, <laughs> because a banana shares more dna to a human than a chimpanzee which is a fun fact yeah but so is a banana my cousin <laughs> most, most... <laughs> anyways that... but yeah you know they don't you know chimpanzees gorillas all these primates they don't actually eat meat they live a vegan lifestyle yeah they hardly eat meat and look how look how they look look how strong and bulky and it shows and it shows in in us mm. our 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 bodies the changes that me can have in our bodies the changes that me has on on our mentality as well mm. and uh yeah moving on from because you say also like that veganism was part of your purpose as well as in uh you wanted to be an advocate for women. Yeah, yeah. Also, I forgot to mention that um, I would like to open a, a vegan business, food business, obviously. And it mm. three people, three different people have mentioned it to me from this guy from Instagram. And the first person actually was Pastor David um, from Rock church and he was like oh Tanya you should um do your own vegan McDonald's but then I was like nah I'm not doing that Mm. like a month later somebody else sent me a DM on Instagram saying I should link him up when I when I um decide to open a restaurant I'm like at that point I was like nope there's no way I'm doing it, I can't bothered. And then another lady um said to me that girl, after she saw my food page, she was asking me if I do deliveries. But guys, check out this food page. It's like mm. I, I, I ain't even capping, like I ain't even <laughs> like but when you when you you yourself and uh, have a look at this page, 
there's some wonderful things happening on this page, like for real. Yeah, like for real, right? There, 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 there is some, there's some. I didn't even know that you can make uh, cauliflower into chicken wings. <laughs> you see, you, you you learn. But um, yeah. So I feel like you know the fact that three different people mentioned it to me. To me, that's like a confirmation, you know. Mm. It's it's now in my heart to open a vegan business, multiple even restaurants. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's that's one thing that I plan to do um, with my. That's one. That's one idea of mine, and that came through me being a vegan. Um, yeah. What was yeah, you saying? But- yeah, go on, sorry. No, what was you saying? No, yeah, because I was gonna ask more into that that because had you had you had you had the inclination that because I feel like you know what, sometimes when the universe calls you to something, mm. it comes to you and knocks at you, you know, and says you're gonna be you're gonna be this, you're gonna be that. Mm. And had you had an inclination prior to this or anything like to to say that you you want to brand this or like take take up the calling card for veganism because veganism in the culture that we come from it's very hard as in every party you go to every barbecue you go to i mean it's it's called a barbecue for a reason Mm. you go to in our culture there's meat served there even the even the vegetables in themselves they're cooked in meat fat. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, <laughs> so everything, things that you think are vegan or vegetarian, they're not. Mm. You know, like if, even the salad is, is tainted. You got bacon bits in there. Oh, trust me. <laughs> and, <laughs> and 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 but did you ever sort of? Inclinate because I've got another question off the back of that, but the other, the first one is the the sort of the inclination for business. Um, what's the question? So, did you have an inclination for business before you started your veganism, or were you oh, always saying, "I'm gonna go uni from uni, I'm gonna get a career and start and start my career from there," or? Had you always thought, or were you always business-minded before you were vegan? No. Um, before, prior coming to university, mm. I was slightly business-minded, but I was business-minded in, uh, I wanted to open a, I don't know, business in relation to my um, current degree, which is social work. Okay, okay. Yeah. Eventually, I wanted to open my own agency or whatever, but okay, still might do that. I'm not sure, but at the moment, after I became a vegan, when I say multiple business ideas came to me, I mm. wrote, wrote them down. Okay, okay. I'm gonna try and tell you some at the top of my head. Okay. Uh, the 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 food business, right? The restaurant. Another mm. uh, one is a motivational speaking business where. I also have a passion for motivational speaking. Mm. That's slash women empowerment. Okay. Uh, 
so I don't know I might become a life coach as well in the future um at some point I mean with a social with a social work degree yeah social work intertied yeah so um so life coaching um academy that's another one um basically that's that's mainly so that's where I will be helping Mm. become higher expressions of themselves um what's the other business youtube (laughs) to me that's a business um what's the other ones yeah i forgot them (laughs) (laughs) don't give don't give up don't give up all the ideas away oh yeah yeah don't don't tell everyone the secrets oh yeah but after i changed my whole diet all these ideas kept coming Mm. My so, passions, I developed passion before I prior to me to me being a vegan, I was only passionate about netball. What? Well, you're a netball player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a netball well, player. What, what position you play? Goal defense. Um, okay. Goal attack as well, but mainly goal defense. Okay, okay. Well, how tall are you? Defending five, five or five six. Okay, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, because I thought I thought your your position would have been like uh in in the mid or uh like uh what's it called more 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 of a not a point guard like more of a sort of uh I for, I forgot the well, wing like defense. a for, yeah like a forwards. It is. I don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> But is what's do you know? Do you play netball? Huh? Do you play netball? No, you know what? I watch netball because uh, Zimbabwe, really? Zimbabwe made the the women's netball champions, and all the Zimbabweans were very were talking about it. So I I, I showed love. You oh. know, I, I, yeah, I, I supported the thing. It was it was held actually in Liverpool last year. Okay. The tournament, yeah. So I mean, we did we did well, we did well. So but. But once Zimbabwe came out of the tournament, that, that that was it for me. Oh, yeah, that was it for me. So, so I didn't know who actually won because I, but but I only watched it for just just for that because everyone was watching it and oh okay and the end it was sort of like su- supporting supporting the team. No, fair enough. You know, so, but yeah, our, our team did well, did well. You know, we did well. Shout out to the girls. Yeah, shout out yeah. to the Zim girls. Yeah, Zim netball team, but they're tall, man. I did I did not know that Zimbabwe tall women like that. <laughs> <laughs> wow, hey, women are tall, tall, man. <laughs> 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 yeah, no, that would dwarf me to be honest. But yeah, I mean, moving on from 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 that, uh, how has how has your transition? Been when you when you go to parties, you know, as as I say, as I was saying, explaining previously to this about our culture, you know, barbecues, parties. So, how how have you found that experience? Because most people are not vegan unless yeah. you have a vegan party. Yeah. For vegans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, 
Do you know what? I've actually been blessed because mm. with all the parties I've been to, I've been able to eat, you know. Um, the J-Rice with the salad. Mm. Or the... I mean, what's J-Rice? Jello fries. Okay, okay. I, I didn't know. It was, it's just, I did not know. Now, is this what the kids call it? Ah! Yes. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know this lingo. Like. Yeah, I'm, I'm. I'm. I'm no longer in the trenches. That days. <laughs> so my friend, right? He was keeping a barbecue, and his mom is a vegan. Okay. Okay. Him if he could ask his mom to make, you know, vegan friends, mm. and she really did. Like she okay. went in, made some lovely chickpeas with some lovely fried rice. You know. Mm-hmm. My food was separate from everyone else's food. And, like, I was just amazed, honestly. Mm. It was really nice as well. And my friend, um, she bought vegan burgers for me. Okay. Yeah, so wherever I go, I feel like I always make it work. Or that's why I, pre- I prefer to eat before I go um, to parties anyway, in case I don't have anything that I can eat. Yeah, because I mean, like, you can't really eat rice and peas by itself. I mean, know, so. it depends on who cooks it. What? <laughs> well, you can eat rice and peas with gravy, as in like sauce on it. But yeah, I mean, but it must have been yeah the, the transition for you. Like, I feel like uh, so. You, you feel like you were received well from you you change because it's, it's such it's such a it's such a big cultural change it's like a culture shock yeah yeah you, i feel like yeah you see you feel like the streets gave you love 100% man i've got so much people supporting me Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. understand um what i'm doing and wish they could do it too um so yeah i do receive a lot of love i think it's mainly because the food that they can see what i'm cooking is, mm. is so yeah mm. I, well, I need i need this verification to be honest oh I my days i've been i've been called the the, the shot caller a guide you come to if you want stripes giving the young kids the stripes out here be like yeah you know give him man the blue tick oh wow <laughs> it's not that I want free food or anything but yeah but, but I just I, I, I want to try the experience for myself maybe you can convince me to turn into vegan. a vegan because before before this uh we talked I did try uh I did set myself up for a challenge to cook vegan foods for a week and to see how I'll how I'll adjust. Yeah. And and to see if it's easy as well. But I, I found the experience quite good. Well that's really good. I'm glad you Yeah, I've I've saved money, you know. Like uh yeah I've managed I've managed to to enjoy it but would would I would I stick with it full time? Mm, maybe I'll 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 consume meat less. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I think that's what I'll do. But I don't eat 
I don't eat meat regularly anyway, so. Oh, that's calm. Yeah, so I think I'll, I think I re- I eat meat maybe three four times a week. Yeah. Yeah. So, but yeah, maybe I'll cut I'll cut down. You know, help out, show support in my actions. Okay. Mm. But I mean, moving on from uh, the veganism, because you also said before before prior to this that uh, we had a conversation. We we did have a conversation last week on. Uh, on, on some interesting topics because you said because um, one one actually found quite motivating yeah mm. is that uh, you talked about self improvement oh yeah. yeah 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 and I want I want I want you because I'm 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 a big believer in self improvement in in that no no one in the world is perfect and everyone mm. can always change you know people always say yeah but I don't need but everyone can do something to improve themselves even if it's improving just to wake up early improving Mm. in in public speaking improving in confidence you know improving in being kind Mm. you know (laughs) that one's political yeah (laughs) but Mm. yeah i mean tell us about this other journey of yours so the self-improvement journey yeah so um because I developed a passion for women empowerment, I then realized that before I empower anybody, mm. I empower myself. So mm. I need myself um, so that I can. I help. mean, you know what? Like, I, have, I have to. I have to ask you to to rewind that one to where I just replay that DJ DJ spin that back. <laughs> Yes, so, um, where do I start? No, I mean, <laughs> like what you said, because you said something very important, and I just want you to just highlight that that part. Okay, I, I think this is what you mean, but um, because I wanted to empower women, I realized that I needed to empower myself first. Oh. And, um work on myself so that I can help other women yeah 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 so you know you can't help other people before if you don't know how to help yourself first yeah 100% 100% word 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 Mm. so I was sitting at work one day and I was thinking okay how am I gonna do this luckily mm. not even luck like this was god honestly this was god i mm. was on- and then i saw this advert of this lady <clears throat> this life coach and she was like saying that she's holding a three-day master class um three-day prosperous woman master class and i signed up for it it was free and then after i did that master class uh, it gave me so much wisdom, so much insight, and I then made that decision that I want this woman to be my coach. Mm. I did sign up for her life coaching academy, but um, I left. But I'm gonna go back. Um, yeah, I'm gonna go back very soon, and I'm gonna start this journey of becoming a prosperous woman, a more confident, assertive. Mm 
um, higher expressive woman. Mm. And yeah, that's that's what I'm gonna do. And then hopefully I can start to help other women as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you know, from from that year and from other previous conversations that we've had here. Yeah, and you're you're a big believer in uh in like uh black civil rights, yeah, black rights and all this because you <laughs> see with that yeah. Do you think you wanting to be empowered has got to do with the fact that you're a black woman? Yes, yes, hundred mm-hmm. percent. I'm not gonna lie. My main passion is to empower black women because we are the most oppressed women and we are the most disrespected women and I find that a lot of black women don't really love themselves and have bleached their skin Mm. have settled for toxic relationships do you know what I mean Mm, mm, mm. as a Jamaican myself coming from Jamaica I've seen it um, where women they don't mind being a side chick. I do. They don't mind <laughs> getting hit, getting a uh, physically abused by a man. They don't mind. Oh. Um, but is this? Would you say is this like ingrained in the culture? Because like, could you be. know, you know, in the, in the culture that we live, we yeah, live in a culture where women don't mind getting married, in, like in the Western women that are westerners or women in the western culture yeah they'll say they'll rather say that's not my husband but that's my partner but over there over there like side chicks are normalized yeah it's normalized you know what i mean it's normalized you know what shout shout out to them oh (laughs) (laughs) you know but these guys must be these guys must be rich man I, i can't I can't even aff- I can't even afford for afford a girlfriend like let alone a side chick that. Oh, thank you. Two women, you know. But anyways, <laughs> I feel like culturally we are we are taught to please a man. You know? mm. Which which should not be the case. Mm. We're, we're not taught to to be strong, independent. Well, I'm not saying all Jamaicans here, yeah, but some. Mm are not some women are not taught to be independent but to be reliant upon a man mm, me- i mean you know what rather than ge- generalizing at this point here yeah mm. i want to hear your experiences as a black woman as, men- as you as in regards to your empowerment and to and to how how you know this because something some you know you you don't wake up overnight and think, oh no, I, I haven't got no power, I haven't got no voice. I need I need to find my voice. I need to get empowered. I mean, so what made you realize this, or what made you? Because it's like I I when I came to this country, mm-hmm. I realized I was black. I did not know I was black. You know. Yeah, same. It, it, it's something that 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 because I was in a I lived in a black majority country. Everyone, everyone does. Everyone was black, pretty much. Yeah. I, I, the first time I saw a white person up close was when I came to this country. Mm-hmm. 
Are you reading the text or what? Huh? No, I don't know. I, I feel like... Are you getting notifications? No, it's you. It's not me. Yeah, I don't know. Your phone keeps vibrating. You know what? Let me, let me turn it on silent. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but let's, you see, you some bad hosting, but let's go back to, to, to the question. So, I mean, how did you find, you know, like, like, uh, you know, talking about your experience uh, that, uh, oh my goodness, that you, <laughs> <laughs> that you, that you had to, you had to, what's it called, uh, find yourself or wake up and say, you know, I need to empower myself as a black woman. Um, oh gosh. I feel like it's because um, oh my days, how do I even answer this? I feel like it's because I've been a quiet person for a very long time. Do you know what I mean? Mm. When you're a quiet person, you tend to see that people may sometimes take advantage of you because you're quiet. And I, as a grown-up, yeah, as an adult, that was me as a child. I was extremely quiet. But as I've grown into adulthood, I am realizing that how important it is to have a voice for yourself and to not allow anybody to take your power away from you because your voice is your power. The power that you have lies within you. Mm. And it's important that we, we act up on it. Do you know what I mean? Because if we don't speak... If we don't defend ourselves, then what are we doing? We're not doing what we've been called to do as humans. Mm. Do you know what I mean? So I feel like that's why I said I wanted to be more assertive. I don't believe in disrespecting people. But if mm. I'm respected, I'm going to want to let you know not to do that again in a respectful way. Do you know what I mean? In, an mm-hmm. or in a way, I'm not disrespecting you back, but I'm not too scared to, to, to tell you that you've disrespected me. So I feel like that's why I wanted to be empowered. Yeah, because I find myself sometimes too afraid to tell somebody that they've disrespected me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I feel like it was kind of linked to fear. Um, yeah, definitely. I mean, would you would you consider yourself a feminist? I would. Um, yeah, I would. Well, what sort of feminist? Um, I'm not a radical feminist. I mean, because there's different types of feminists of yeah. feminism nowadays. So. I don't really know what, but I feel like I'm a feminist because um, I do believe that women and men should be treated fairly. Mm. I do believe that men and women should get equal pay and 
not because you're a man doesn't mean that you shouldn't be able to cook and clean. And that's something in in black people culture, in African culture, in, in, in Caribbean culture. Well, not so much Caribbean because a lot of Caribbean men can cook and clean. Mm. I don't want to generalize. I don't want to say too much because I'm not sure. <laughs> but what I've when I watch movies, African movies, Nollywood movies, I'm seeing the people that are cooking and cleaning are the women. Now you know what with that one, yeah, I I I, I have to sort of um, not not defend defend anything, yeah, mm. but I feel see see with that, yeah, it's it's an ideology of romanticizing, you yeah. know. It's a it's a romant it's a romantiz- romanticization of an old era where a man had his role of being the provider in you know where economical times because I believe I believe in economics. That's how that's what shapes us. You yeah. know, that's what shapes our our us uh things. So if a lot of decisions that are made are made because of eco- of economics, of yeah. uh, of of certain things. So if it makes economical sense, then you know, people will do it. But a lot of things like that, the, it's a romanticization of uh, of a time period where men where men could go to work, go work, and say, okay, I'm going to work. I've got I've married my wife. I've got my house. My wife is at home. I'll come back home after work. Mm. You know, she's cooked, she's cleaned up and everything. But now the nature of the, the world we're living in, it doesn't allow for a man to have, to tell, to tell his, his wife, yeah, you know what? You, I want you to, to be a stay at home, look after the kids, to be a housewife. Because surprisingly, 10 years, no, 20 years ago, housewife was an actual profession that was listed mm. which you can take in a book in a box as your profession but now because of economics things have changed where both you and your husband have to go to work now rents mm. are higher it's harder to buy to get it's harder to get a mortgage if you don't have a partner if you don't have someone assisting mm-hmm. you there so so in that regard in that regard, I'm not. I'm not expecting. If if let's say my, me and my wife work shift patterns here, I get yeah. home early, yeah, yeah, and my wife gets home let's say three hours later. I'm not expecting my wife or my partner to come back home and cook, clean for me. No, what I'm expecting to to do is okay. I get home. You know what? Let let me let me let me cook. Because I know you're gonna be tired. I know you're gonna. By the time when you come back home, you're gonna. It only makes sense, and it saves time because that's how people are living nowadays. Whoever is at home first, cooks, does the does the dishes, does this, you know, it saves the other person because they're tired as well. And there's there's heavy demands of the work work life balance mm-hmm. that you have, and Corona has shown this. That you know, uh, this is a great example of where Corona has shown this. Corona, because people are spending so much time together as husband and wives, 
divorces mm-hmm. have gone up. If you want to ask yourself, why have divorces gone up? It's because people were never even spending time together in the first place. Now people are, are stuck together 24-7 and you're saying, you know what? I never thought you had this habit. Nah, you know what? You're annoying. Like, actually, I don't really like talking to you because <laughs> most of the time you spend, yeah, uh... you spend, you spend most of the time at work. If you think about it, how many, I, I noticed this year when with my mom, when my mom and their husband, I noticed this as well. Like they, they hardly spend time. When I was growing up, they hardly spend time together because they were always working different shifts patterns. Mm. And and when they sat down, it was just briefly to eat dinner. They'll go sleep in the same bed, but they'll go one will go sleep early, one will go sleep late. So to wake up earlier, someone so so you see that the economics now we're living in affects people to that to that point where where you know gender roles where gender roles are are, are non non existent where everyone has to adapt where you have to learn how to iron your own teeth your own shirt I mean my grandmother never let my granddad know to this day my granddad does if you ask him yeah. To go get you a glass in in the kitchen. He doesn't know where the glasses are. He doesn't know. Why? He doesn't know how to cook. He doesn't know how to. So he's dependent. Mm. He's he's fully dependent on her. Mm. You know, unlike our generation, where where you have you have to be, you're not dependent on a woman. You're not dependent on a man, because you because the economics don't allow you to 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 have that role. So you you are now doing all the roles. You're now you're now the the chef, the cleaner, the whatever, and I feel that the movies they show a poor depiction because they show a, an earlier version of this sort of romanticization of of the past mm. that we're not living no more. And I feel when you're when you're looking at things like that, you always have to have, you know, to to have context. And a bit of a backstory to 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 it to to see oh oh this is what I'm watching, you know. But I feel like uh, <laughs> I've I've sort of uh, gone off topic. No, it's cool. But um, yeah, so yeah. What you're saying just just reminded me of something that my mm. one of my cousins, right? He mm. he is sexist and he's very open about it i don't know if he's joking but he's like openly sexist this guy would say oh um i'm not cooking it's not my job my girlfriend has to know how to cook and clean i'm not cooking like he refuses to cook he refuses to clean because he's a man and that really annoys me so much oh my god how old is this guy he is that your age my guy he's your age ah yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean, see, see, that's what I'm saying. See all of these things that mm. these guys will flaunt about. If you see how they're living, they're not living like this. You can't, you can't afford to be sexist in this, in this, in 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 this world because it will, it will cost you. So, are you telling me if if there's no woman to cook for you, are you gonna be buying takeaway? Buying takeaway, literally. Like, like so, be... it's, it's very self defeating. Like. That's what I'm saying. That like you can't afford. Like it, uh, the only person who can afford to be sexist is people who've got money, who've got 
who are billionaires is people. But if you're just an ordinary guy living yeah. by yourself and you're talking this way, it's, it's not realistic, you know? Yeah. It's not. It's not really. It's. It's not saying. I'm not saying that uh, sexism does not exist. Sexism does exist. You know, mm. just the same thing as uh, what 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 tends to drive sexism, and which I've found, and uh, it's it's uh it's it's sort of a double standard drives sexism. You know that that double standard of rules of oh yeah because you're a woman, you you yeah you can't do this or you you have to do this. And uh, and that's what I think. What what drives a lot of sexism that that I've seen myself. Yeah. Mm. But going back to I think yeah that that was a bit of a. If stray, but going back to to what you were saying, um, you know, with the self development, I mean, what what's what's going on in in the journey now? In my self development journey, um, mm. so I've just got some books, you know, that I'm should be reading. Um, I mean, how many books did you get? I got two books at the moment. Okay, okay. Can you give us titles? Yeah, so Wake Up and Live by Camilla MacDonald. Um, so that book is about detoxifying your life and building a positive mind, body, soul, spirit, you know? Mm. Um, and I have another book called oh, No Excuses by Sotonye. Deru, and that's basically a a manual of life. Okay, of, okay. If that, yeah. Those books are really amazing at the moment. Um, and after I read those, I'm gonna get this book. Something it's, I think it's called Habits of a Millionaire or something like that. Okay, okay. I'm really looking into books that can shift my mindset. Mm. Um because I want to have a the mindset of a rich person because obviously I'm trying to acquire wealth. Mm. It's one goal of mine is to be financially free. Um, I mean, financial freedom is the only way out. Trust me, man. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, in, in regards to that, yeah, you know, uh, one thing... That that is sort of uh, that oh, hey, hey, rather than reading books, yeah. Every 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 thought to consider. I'm just giving 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 uh, opinion here. Every yeah. thought to consider to speaking to someone who's actually rich or who's someone who who's where you want to be, and asking them how did yeah. you get there? Yeah, trust me, my life coach. Well, mm. I'm gonna start that program very soon. Okay, okay. I mean, tell us about this program that you, you're going to be embarking on then. So, um, uh, my life coach, Laura Lyles, has a house house of her coaching academy. It's mm. called Her. And that's basically where she teaches every single Sunday on top. Mm. 
all to do with self-love, self-development, um, self-improvement. So um, it could be about mental toughness, how to love yourself or how to be a prosperous woman, mm. how to be a woman of purpose, you know, things like that. Um, I mean, do, do, do you have to be a woman to, yeah. to go? <laughs> no, I'm just asking. Like, like, what's the... <laughs> Well, what's the requirement here? Like, <laughs> for women, yes. Okay, okay, okay. No, because we some, have some listeners might might want to to Try. go. So, so you know, if if this is a a safe space mm. for women to be able to challenge themselves or to challenge the norm, you know, the, the, these spaces are needed, especially. Especially if you want to, to to push forward and move forward. Yeah, um, yes, yeah, that's hundred percent true. So her purpose is similar to my purpose, which is you know to empower women. So I'm using her to help me, and then when I'm helped, I'm gonna help other women. So mm-hmm. she's a woman that I see, and I want to be like, and she's what ten years older than me. So in ten okay. years. I'm like, I don't mind being in the position that you're in. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Uh, and there's another lady that goes to my church who's also a life coach. Okay, so, I mean, which church is this? Rock Church. Okay, okay. Shout, shout out to them guys. Shout, shout out to Rock Church. Don't you know Sotonia? She goes to Rock Church. Oh, yeah, I know her. Shout out to her still. Yeah, she's a life coach. And, is she? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's a life coach. And wow. she's also many other things currently okay, okay. <laughs> <But> yeah, that's <laughs> the two I mean, women, two women. All trades, you know <laughs> yeah so there they are two women who i very much look up to mm. and it's just about me shadowing them um having conversations with them mm. because they they are like we're we're very similar in terms of goals and purpose, purpose drive. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm very drawn to them. I'm not gonna lie, I'm drawn to women oh. who are empowered and independent and hardworking. Mm. So, I mean, yeah. power is sexy. Yeah, it really is. It really, no, really. I think I think a lot of a lot of us are are sort of attracted to power. I mean, when Theresa May became prime minister, she well, she got sexy overnight. Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> what? What do you mean? What? So funny! Oh my! Hey, my my girl Theresa, you know, but she, but she, 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 she. What did you move to her? I would have moved to her, you know. You should have shoot shoot your shot, man. I should have applied. No, 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 now she's old, old, but she's washed now. Like, isn't not she's not married? But she, 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 she married. She married still. Married, but, but, you know, could, could, could have done an entanglement, but. Entanglement. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we could have. Been, like, now she, no, but. Yeah, power power is something that's attractive, you know, something that's that we 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 I mean it's not yeah, it's 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 quite hard to un, to 
I don't know. I, I think you might need a psychologist or someone who's uh, who, who can articulate why we are attracted to power. You know, we're not attracted, you know, by like Theresa May, as I say, yeah. But because she had power, all of a sudden she became illustrious. Mm. The number one girl in the country. Wow. Mm. But, yeah, I mean, moving on from that, we also touched upon uh, self-love as well. Yeah. Last time uh, we spoke. I mean, would you, do you want to expand on that or just... I don't know. What should I say? What, what's the question? I mean, yeah. So, I mean, on the journey of self-love as well, you know, and uh, what self-love means to you. Oh, so, to me, self-love is doing things uh, that will make you feel good about it not so good about yourself but mm. the way you feel good about yourself um but it's kind of self-love is, isn't that self-development is mm. so yeah that's why i'm doing what i'm doing i know it's gonna help me in the end so in a way that's that's self-love because um i'm trying to improve myself i don't really know what to say <laughs> i mean you know I, I, feel, I feel like today i'm i'm off the ball i'm off the ball i have to i have to apologize <laughs> off the ball. I'm, I'm a bit i'm a bit distracted like oh yeah. my what are you doing yeah i'm like i'm off the ball i i feel i feel withdrawn out like during this corona thing i've been i have to mention that i've been under sort of 14, 14 day plus or I'd, not quite 14 days but I've been under quarantine my housemate got corona so I possibly might have corona and have some sort of symptoms but uh I'm not I'm not sure until I get a test kit but because of uh, the mismanagement of this country by uh one Boris Alexandra Johnson. Mm. I can't get a test kit, but you know, leave, leaving politics aside, it did tell us did tell us that that he was just gonna be out here for for, for the party. But shout out to my guy, man like Bojo. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I mean, another so the final question is, as always, you know, people come on the podcast always ask. What's your relationship with therapy? Are you going therapy? Are you are you are you in the process of trying to go therapy? And would you like to go therapy? I believe so. Yes, there are things that I would like to heal from. Mm. Um. So I'm just gonna say, yeah, I am considering it something that I'm interested in. Do uh, you know? How to access therapy? Yeah, university is free. You know what? That was, that was my part. Like, I was supposed to to tell you what I told you. Ah. 
took you took that thunder. <laughs> no, I already know. This, this, this is supposed to be like we're supposed to stage parts, like you know, you know when you when you're watching Love Island, yeah, it tells you like no, no, not every, you know, some bits are scripted. Like this was the scripted part oh for the dear. plug. But you tell them, by the way. Yeah, I wanna tell them. So as a university student, if you are paying your fees, and if you have paid your fees, and you're still a current university student, you are entitled to six free step three six sessions that can be extended to 50 sessions so that's uh two years if you're starting your degree on a first year so because you are paying for the services but you don't know because that nine thousand pounds covers it only does not cover your tuition it covers your it covers the services it covers uh software it covers course material it covers a lot and uh, one of the things that it covers is sessions of uh, of therapy. So you can access therapy through your student union. So whatever university you're going to, if you go to your student union representatives or your student union building, you can access therapy through that way for free. And it's a great way of self-development and uh, healing and also coping with the stresses of uni that nobody tells you about. And it also helps you be more alert. And it gives you a starting point in learning more about yourself, developing your emotional intelligence, which you will need later on in adult life when you're starting work. That's the plug. I feel, I feel like it was a long advert there. You still... <laughs> So that everyone's gonna be going therapy by now. But hey, you know what? I was tell people, man. I was trying to encourage people. Therapy is the best thing. Since I started therapy, man, and like and taking it serious, yeah, man, I've changed, man. My life has changed. Oh, you know? <laughs> like, I'm, I'm a different person. I'm so I'm, like my emotional maturity has has doubled. Mm. I can understand things, you know. Mm. I can see things. Mm. But yeah, like if 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 even 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 like heartbreaks, you know, they don't bother me no more. Oh, yeah, that's one thing. You know what? Yeah, my friend, mm. right? Um, I was asking him like how, because I always ask guys how mm. they. It's like not always, but I'm starting to ask guys <clears throat> how mm. heartbreak, and then he said that he's never been heartbroken before. And that's because of how he's trained himself and his mind to think. Because it's like he said, once you're, you know, talking to a girl, just know that there is a possibility that your your heart might get broken at the end of it. So Nah, you see, you see, you see there, yeah. That that's setting yourself up for failure. It's 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 like uh, entering a relationship with, with an escape plan or entering a relationship. No. And I think that I think that's the problem we have nowadays. People we enter relationships with an escape plan or exit plan or entering a relationship, thinking okay it's gonna end. Because if you enter a relationship in, in with uh, the right intentions and good intentions and uh, full of heart, you know a lot of things, a lot of things that may happen are misfortunate. But I don't I don't believe in entering in relationships thinking 
there's going to be an ending or there's going to be this, then there's no point of you being in a relationship in the first place. But then know? at the same time, just... Yeah, yeah, I get what you're saying, but just you have to be mentally prepared that it might happen. Do you know what I mean? I mean, it's the same thing of uh, of uh, wearing a seatbelt, you know? You just wear... It's, it's, it's you're wearing a seat. You're wearing a seatbelt because it's a safety precaution. But you don't enter into a car, say wearing a seatbelt for the purpose of we're gonna go, we're gonna crash. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like you don't drive wanting to crash or wanting wanting an end in, in your. I mean, you're going from A to B, but you don't you don't go into a car with with the thought of 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 crashing or but the seatbelt is there you know and 10 out of 10 times that you you enter into a vehicle and you put on your seatbelt you, you're not you're not in a you know you're not involved in any car accident mm. so yeah so i don't i don't i don't i personally don't believe in that but i believe i believe in 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 therapy in healing as in uh you know to to be using the therapy to decipher someone's character, mm. you know. So once once you've gone therapy and you're choosing a mate or you're choosing someone, you can decipher. You, you've got the truths now. You've got the knowledge where you decipher, okay, this person might not be good for me or this person is not what I want or this person is, you know. You, 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 can, you can see all these things. And and yeah, and and therapy does help you overcome outbreaks, you know. But because but it's, it's 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 either a choice here of of overcoming it and getting help to heal or or becoming the next future. Or becoming what? Uh the next future. <laughs> future. Oh, future. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> or, 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 or the kids say it uh, an F boy but... oh my days you need to say <laughs> bro the streets are cold man the uh... are cold but but yeah so so yeah I, I do believe in uh, therapy and uh, healing from 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 past from past self past relationships and uh traumatic events and just being black as well being black is very traumatic in this country man just coming out of coming out of uh your house as i always say is a political statement and working as well in mm. corporate world mm. as a black woman oh my days but you need therapy for these things man yeah man will try you we'll try you So yeah, so I mean that's good. And uh and another thing, you know, is there any more you want to add, including uh the food uh page as well at uh, Empress Okay, so underscore uh yeah, all, all the handles, all the handles. Wait, 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 yeah. What? Um, so 
everyone follow up my food page empress underscore cuisines um follow up my instagram page ital underscore empress i've got a youtube channel cooking show coming very 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 soon Mm-mm-mm-mm. so yeah stay tuned for that i won't say would well, you be needing guests for that oh yeah don't worry emmanuel <laughs> you you can come down and show me how to cook your 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 what do you call it your beans and and sweet potato that look really good still not gonna lie but four hours is a bit much so you but know. i'm verified in the streets man I'm verified you, you better pick a different Unless you can cook it and bring some for me, and then when we, when you come, we can. <laughs> nah, nah. You know what? I've got something I wanna cook. Actually, I've got something. Mm, that's good. Yeah, I've got something that I've, 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 I've had this uh, numerous times. You know, when when the meat budget wasn't quite quite too, to scratch. I thought meat is cheap. I used to pay one pound, an Aldi, one pound fifty. Uh, what meat are you, but hey. Chicken. Ah, man, I, I, I could never pay one pound for chicken, man. I could never do it. You used to pay that in Audi, now. One pound fifty or one pound forty-nine, it was so cheap. Nah, nah, I can't, I can't do that to my body, man. But, no wonder but... I... No wonder I had to stop eating it, because I was finding mm-hmm. it a cheap one. Mm, I, have, I have to shout out to... I have to shout out... But the man that would know this year... Shout out to, to the butcher, Roy, man. Shout out to Roy. Roy was the connect. Shout out to that guy, man. He was the butcher. Boy. Shout out to my guys, too, Roy. Wherever he is, boy, I love you, man. Uh, I, don't like, I don't like the fact that I have to buy chicken, clean it. Ugh. Mm-hmm. Long. That used to take ages. And it's... Mm-hmm. Gosh. Oh. I mean, what? While you take, I think I'm gonna reintroduce a new segment to this as well at the end. Like, what why are you taking away from this from this podcast from this experience? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> oh my days! I'm, I'm just. I'm just... Uh, we're learning. Like, it's evolving. Like, I've I've learned a lot from you. You said a lot of things. Um, can't remember now. We were talking about the therapy. Yes, yes, therapy. Mm-hmm. Um, you're making me realize how important it is because as black people go through a lot and they don't tend to go <laughs> to therapy, right? Mm-hmm. Um, to see if they can get healing, but they feel like, talking about me personally, um, I may think that um, I'll get over it. Time will heal it, but sometimes you just need to go and see a professional that can mm-hmm. help you deal with your feelings and help you grow um, from that trauma so yeah mm-hmm. the importance of therapy and healing yeah 
I mean, I'm, t- I'm taking away the fact. Uh... Yeah, no. Yeah, I'm taking away the fact Chad, that uh, of. Uh... Yeah, this, this is quite hard. I feel like I put myself on the spot now. Yeah, you did. I did. Like, a lot has been happening. Now, I'm taking the fact here yeah, of, of having conversation, you know. That's what I'm taking from this. Like, just, just to talk to people, just to 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 hear what they're doing, their journey, their story, you know, just to have a conversation, just to talk about it. Like, but sometimes, you know, I've, there was a series, yeah. This series used to happen when I was younger, like, when I first came in this country, and it was called uh, Hidden Voices. This used to be on Channel 4. Mm. And I think, I don't know if they still do it or not, but, yeah, the, the series was about, like, uh, like about ordinary people with talents, like, r- talking about the story, mm-hmm. about, like, ordinary creatives, people talking about, like, they used to have poetry, people just talking about, this is this is before podcasts, this is before anything, it was just, it was just a random program. You know the program you used to get at 3 a.m. in the morning? <laughs> like... Those were the best, you know? Yeah, you just uh, get random programs like <laughs> like BBC BBC One would go on teletext. Uh, so so yeah, the conversations like they just random, like, just yeah. So so that's what I've what I'm taking away. You know, it's the it's the unheard voices. You know, it's like every everybody has got a voice. You know, it's like uh, it's like what what young thug said on uh pick up the phone mm. where M- mama said don't hate on the law mm. Every- everybody wants to be a star mm. so it so so i think that, that 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 when i heard that that's always stuck with me like yeah you know what everyone wants to be heard everyone wants to not not exactly to be a celebrity but you know people people want to be recognized for for the things that they do and uh, you know, I just want to say thank you for coming. You know, uh, I, pre- I appreciate you taking taking your time out of out of your very busy schedule. You know, <laughs> with with uni and everything, and uh, the uncertainties of uh, COVID. Mm. Yeah, that, I, I appreciate your time, and also, and also, it's 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 a great gift to give someone. You, know, you don't need to give someone money. You don't need to give anyone anything in world in the world. You know, it's time, and time is what's that's another thing I've learned now, as well. That time is valuable. You know, just giving someone an hour. Imagine you're giving someone an hour of your life, mm. an hour plus that you could have been doing something that could have benefited you. Yeah, you know that could have that could have so and it's a selfless thing because we don't as you said first like you know in the first you know you never know what what tomorrow tomorrow if tomorrow is promised i mean we know the days of the week we know what tomorrow is but yeah but it's it's knowing it's knowing that that time you know time time is such a precious thing and it's such a precious gift and i think it's worth more than anything that anyone can be given anyone can be given that the chance to be a billionaire over overnight but if if no one affords them time to spend time with them 
Yeah. Then what's the point of having all that money? Oh. Stepped on something. Yeah. Yeah, but it's been interesting. It's been good. It's been your boy Gringo. And um Tanil, aka the Ito Empress, aka Slag and Lettuce with no meat. Oh wow. <laughs> <laughs> 